In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 173rd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons wrapped up the season yesterday with a 28-22 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Deion Jones with the pick six in overtime, taking it to the house from 28 yards out. Kicker, Young Way Koo, five field goals. Tackle tight end Ty Sambrello with a 35-yard touchdown catch to end the season with a four-game winning streak, 7-9 record, second place in the NFC South. Here in this podcast, we're going to title it, The Bizarre 2019 Season is Over. With the four-game winning streak, big win over Tampa Bay. And we're going to go to quarterback Matt Bryant, Matt Ryan, who was 30-51 of 51 for 313 yards and one touchdown. 83.2 quarterback rating yesterday. We got some Dan Quinn, some Ty Sambrello from the locker room, and some Young Way Koo from the locker room. But first, let's get to Matt Ryan here. Matt Ryan at the podium after the game yesterday. I'm just proud of, of the effort that, that everybody gave, you know, today and, and really the last half of the season. Um, you know, nobody nobody let up, and I think that's a, a, a credit to the character of the guys in the locker room and on the coaching staff. And um, You know, it was a cool way to end it, to, to battle back, get the three points right at the, the end of regulation, and then for Dion to, you know, have the pick six. It was, uh, it was a fun celebration afterwards. Yeah, everybody was, man. It was uh, it was fun to, to be in there. It was, uh, you know, just one of those things. Um, you know, we've been through a lot uh, as a team, and uh, ups and downs, and, and um, to finish it off the right way is is rewarding. What are you thinking in overtime? Like, okay, hey, you know, we got to be ready if they get a stop and first play. So. <laughs> I didn't even really see it, to be honest with you. You know, uh, just had my helmet, uh, putting it down, went out for the coin toss, and then came back, and, and was just kind of getting situated. Of okay, what are we going to do when we get? Yeah, when we get back to it, and just caught the the back end of it. So it was uh, it was great to see. Um, awesome way for the season to end. Uh, and the kicker today, I know y'all wanted some touchdowns, but kicker came through five field goals today. Yeah, Ku did a great job for us. Um, you know, obviously we won't punch some of those in in the red zone but you know they're, they're a very good defense and uh extremely good front seven uh and for a young way to to knock those in for us uh was was critical we hung around because of that you know him making kicks and uh on the other end kicks not going in that that really kept us in the game when uh when did you guys put in that play for Tyson Rayleigh that ended up hitting that was installed uh this week and um you know, it was just a, a perfect timing for the call. 
uh, we had a good key on, on what they might do in that situation, and uh, they did exactly what we expected, and it was it was impressive. Ty looked impressive in practice, though. Like it, it made me feel a lot better about it when I saw it in practice and catching the ball, and he looked pretty athletic. So. Uh, it shook out just like it did the other day in practice. Yeah, so Do you have a name for it? Um, you know, like they called everybody special. Was it a... There was, no, 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 no. There was no special name for it. Just kind of exactly what we what we typically call in that situation. It's just usually not with Ty. You know, one of the guys call him Six now. That's what they call him. They call him Six? Yeah. I don't want to go too far on that now. <laughs> it was pretty sweet, but it was just one. So what's your thought when that play is given to you in the week, during the week practice and... Uh, well, you know, when we're looking at the cutups and the clips, uh, you know, you're thinking this really has a chance if, if they do, you know, what they have what they have shown to do, and um, that's kind of what I was thinking when it was installed. And um, you know, we wrecked it in practice. We had contingency plan for if things, you know, didn't go that way, but uh, you know, just perfect timing by Dirk with that call. Matt, well, you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him uh, as a coach, but even more so as a person. I mean, he is um, he is as good a, of a guy as there is, and he's an excellent football coach. And so, um, you know, you never want to be in the position where those kind of things come up. Uh, but, you know, certainly we had to answer questions about that. And, and I know guys, you know, we're, we're, there was no letdown from anybody. And, and I think that's the ultimate, you know, show of respect and sign of respect for, for a head football coach is when, you know, things are, are, are you know, tough and, and your back's against the wall and you really, you're out of it. Uh, and guys are, are pushing even harder and, and going for it. And, um, you know, I think it says a lot about the players we have. I think it says a lot of about the players' respect for the coaching staff, but I also think it, it says a lot about our coaching staff, too, and, and uh, what kind of people we have up, up there. When you, said, that, you, said, you said carrying over, in this case, it'll, it'll, it might, it'll, it'll be, it will carry over. You can't see how it can't because so many people learn football lessons and the main one being how hard it is to, to win in the NFL. Yeah, I think there's you know great lessons, uh, particularly for our young players. Um, you know, you, you think on the offensive side of the ball at the wide receiver position, we had guys playing for us that weren't even active at the beginning of the year, and you know, playing a lot of plays for us today. I don't know, we had 90 plus plays I think offensively today, and uh, you got guys out there 50 plus snaps, and you know, for them to realize what it takes uh, to win in this league um, is is important. But then also, you know, to to have the belief that you can go out there and do it. They know they can do it now, and I think that's huge for, for these guys and their confidence and their belief level um, as we move forward. They're going to be you know, a big part of our team. we got two offensive linemen on the right side that were rookies that played you know, extremely well for us down the stretch, and two guys at, at wide receiver and Russ Gage and Christian Blake that, that stepped up and played huge roles for us. I think those guys are going are, are gonna to have a confidence boost from, from what happened the second half of the season. When you balance the beginning of the season – against the last last half, even the last play of the season. Uh, what kind of uh, I don't know, what kind of emotions do you take in the offseason? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the goal is is you know to to be playing next week or maybe to be sitting at home next week and have a bye. Uh, you know, that's that's what you you set out at the beginning of the year. So, you know, it is it is frustrating when. 
you're not uh, in it. It's always tough to watch the playoffs when, when you're not a part of it. That part of it, frankly, sucks. You know, um, but there, there's there's a lot of, of positives uh, that you have to take from this as well. And you know, the the belief and, and the confidence level has to rise, um, and I think it will. And and I think. You know, the, the attention to detail and, and, and the mindfulness that, that you know, we had as, as players, I think the second half of the season across the board, I think is something that we can build on and, and use so that we have, you know, a better start to the season than we did this year. Anything else, guys? All right, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Matt Ryan, Falcons quarterback there. Uh, some three key points to come out of that for, for me here, uh, hearing it again. Uh, we've been through a lot. No question about it. I mean, this team was thought to be a uh, 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 NFC contender to start the season one and seven. They had to they had to all be pretty shocked about that. That's some Dan Quinn. He's trying to get going before I wanted him to here. Uh, how hard it is to win in the NFL is the lesson learned. Uh, you can't just roll it out there. Uh, but and then uh, you know you saw his. Uh, it was the first time we talked to Matt since it was announced that Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov would be back. So those are some good thoughts from him on uh, the coach returning, uh, his respect for him as a coach and a man. And, uh, you know, they're on solid foot and moving forward here. Uh, I think they really um, caught him off guard uh, going 1-7. and seven. I think they'll look at joint practices and, and off-season preparation because they weren't, they haven't been ready to play the last two years, so uh, everything will be on the table there. But we have more time for that in the off-season. Hey, let's get back to uh, some stuff coming out of this uh, big win, 28-22 in the battle for second place in the NFC South yesterday. Let's see if I can get Coach Quinn started over. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Here is Coach Quinn. That was going to be a big deal. And uh, that space to come all the way to the end and win it on a turnover, um, that's the kind of stuff that you look for. So um, this is a pack of fighters, and they've proved it over the last two months. And uh, I think all of us, uh, all of us need to channel our inner Yogi Berra, and it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, okay, now we're ready. There we go. Um, The um, interception there by Dion at the end, uh, Coach Olbert talked about him being a one-on-one on on players throughout the the season and so forth, and uh, being able to make those type of plays for you. You know, there's been uh, some some of the, the funnest moments, even though it's been a tough time uh, being on the locker. But I wish I could describe the energy and the feeling uh, a couple weeks ago out in the Bay Area and, and today here on the road to have um, games come down to the end to go battle for it and fight for it. Um, that's exactly, you know, what you'd like to see for as a coach. But um, what I do know from this group of guys um, – they battle for one another, and uh, they fight together. So that's the thing that you're always looking for. And Dion, we've put him in a, as many difficult matchups uh, from a coverage standpoint as we could all year. Sometimes four wide receivers, all right, we'll, we'll take, put Dion on the fourth. Uh, tough running back, we'll put Dion on the back. And I think you can, uh, you know, that's why, you know, the team wanted to, you know, make sure he was going to be with us for a long time because he's got such a unique skill set. And, um, you know, I think that proved itself today. And 
Yeah, and so um, I thought it was really consistent by him today, and he's had a, a few games like that. You know, obviously you're always wanting to, you know, score when you get down in the red zone, but in those moments to be aggressive and say, all right, here's his chance, and we had to build trust as we went with him and build, you know, you know, as we're going. So uh, to see him nail at the end, and that's a good pressure kick. Uh, to come in, although it's not a game winner, uh, he's given ourselves a chance to have one, and so um, I was proud of him. We did. Sure, I will. Yeah. Well, we ran it twice. Uh, we caught them on both of them, but uh, that's kind of part of the competition they have at practice. You know, like just talking a little smack to one another, like yeah, you know. So, but. You know, I did hear, you know, to see him go, I said, all right, where are we going to call that from? You know, <laughs> how long do we think, you know, he can rip it to go? So um, I think it kind of showed his athleticism, but um, it looked a lot like that in practice, to be honest with you. So um, he'll be on the scouting report from here on, I'm sure. But uh, for one day, uh, he ripped it big. And I, I told Matt, I said, a lot of touchdown passes thrown, but that one is definitely going in somebody's trophy case, and that would be Tyson Brothers. <laughs> what was the most impressive part to you, the catch or the run out? I would say the run after the catch because Ty has um, amazing hand-eye coordination. He is a very good athlete. So uh, there was no doubt about the catch. I just It would have almost been like I would have been surprised had he not caught it. But to see him stride it out, uh, you know, to go down the seam, I thought that was a big piece of it. And uh, we kind of had a big celebration when he caught it in practice. And the offensive line said it was a big celebration. It was going to cost him in their room, and uh, it was going to be worth it. Anything else? Yeah, Coach, just, you know, uh yeah, and we'll certainly get into that tomorrow, but um, you know, there's a lot of lessons learned, and uh, they have to be applied because what it, you know, kind of bared is, you know, how strong, um, you know, the group can be. Um, Obviously, it's disappointing, you know, to have this be the last game and the last moments uh, of this team. But usually, it, you know, one doesn't carry into the next season. But in this case, um, I don't know how it couldn't. Because if you were a part of this team and went through the struggle we did on the first half, and you've come out the other end, you're tougher, you're stronger, you're more resilient than you were at the start of the season. And every good team I've been a part of has those traits. And a number of these men have developed those. And the lessons maybe by 20 players may carry through for them who haven't been in this space before, how hard it is to win in the National Football League. But they've also had some things proven to themselves to say, if we do X, Y, and Z, we'll be the team that we like to be. Um, they're hard. They're difficult to go through. Um, but they have to be have meaning with it. And I think it's not lost on... Matt or Julio who've been, you know, or Malik Mack who've had more experience, but for players going in one, two, three who are still developing, um, anybody can't grow stronger from that, I'd be surprised. All right, you guys have a good trip back. Thank you. All right, Falcons coach Dan Quinn there. Uh, after the game, couple key points want to highlight here. Uh, the pack of fighters, no doubt about it, that things weren't going well for the team. Especially the offensive line and Matt Ryan, who was running for his life there. But they kept with it and stayed, got it into overtime and uh, made a play and won the game. That's all you want to do is keep fighting to that next play. And, you know, we need just need sometimes just one big play, one big stop. And uh, they got the pick. 
Took it to the house, won the game. Uh, saw something on film against a tough Tampa Bay defense. Got it in and scored on the Tyson Brillo pass. You know, sometimes, you know, those coaches are in there watching film all day and night, man. And sometimes they find something. And for this one, they did. Uh, big pressure cook. Uh, good pressure kick. Young way cool. Uh, there at the end at the... In the regulation, they tried to ice him. It didn't matter. So, you know, the coach has got to be comforting or comforted by those kicks yesterday and know that he's got a kicker moving forward. Still bring in somebody for competition. But Young Way Koo has earned the kicking job, I do believe. Seven and nine. Second half of the season. Two seasons and one. Uh, Lessons learned. And he said they have to be applied. I think he says the biggest lesson was, you know, how hard it is to win in the National Football League. Now, a couple, we're going to go, you know, get Ty Sambrillo and uh, Young Way Koo here. You know, we're going to wrap it up good here on the last uh, uh, regular season podcast. Here is Koo, and we're going to save – Sombrello for last since he's the star of the game there. If we get Young Way going here. Got this new um We got a um Here he goes, Young Way Cool. Stick to your routine, and you just uh, trust your trust your kick, and you just gotta go execute. How big a lift is it for this ball club to finish the season with a victory? Yeah, I mean it's it's great. I came in after the bye week, and it's been it's been an amazing experience. It's, uh, it's hard to win in this league, and it's uh, great to get the win tonight. On the last kick, there, uh, you know, they call it a timeout to freeze you. What are, what are you thinking there when you um, you know they try to slow you down to, to uh, nah. the last? Kick, you know? mm-hmm. And then, um, and then uh, you know, hit five today when the team needed you. Uh, how big was that today? To kind of stay around and tie the game up. And so forth. Hey, no, it's not about me. You know, offense, defense play well. Everything has to kind of fall in place for me to get the opportunities. And then, you know, I just try to come through for the team. Uh, yeah, it sounded like it was a pretty big party in here after the game. What, what, what was the celebration like? You know, it's good. I mean, it's really hard to get a win in this league. And then when we do, we, we want to celebrate. All right, thank you. Sir. Ah, there's a kicker. Let's go right to Sambrillo. So we took advantage of that. How many times have I practiced that? Twice. Four total, probably. Twice, like, throwing it. Were you surprised that you were that wide open? No, no, that was the plan. If I wasn't open, it wouldn't have come to me. Were you confident you were going to catch it? Yeah. Yeah. Good enough. How good are you? How good are your hands, would you say? They're pretty good. They're how good? How good? Oh, how good. I don't have a how good answer. Uh, I surprised myself. I'll put it that way. When's the last time you caught a touchdown? Uh, never. It's first time. How fast were you going there? It looked like you were uh, As fast as I could. Good. As fast as I could. That was everything I had. We're going to ask Matt if that was his favorite touchdown pass. Oh, it can't be, but uh, it was mine for sure. <laughs> so you said that, did y'all put that in? 
in after the first Bucks game? Yeah, so we put it in this week uh, off of what we saw from the last game. Oh, yeah. Tampa had a, had a score with Vita Bay last, mm-hmm. last game. I don't know if that's fine. Yeah. A little bit of payback. Yeah, yeah. yeah a little bit of payback. Yeah, it was a little big man, big man robbery, I guess. Yeah. I talk about it. <laughs> Tyson Brillo enjoying that touchdown there. Hey, we're going to, uh, that made me go think I'm supposed to look up the, go to the next gen stat thing and see how fast he was going. They usually uh, do that with Tyreek Hill. I hope they didn't miss it here for the big boy, but uh, we'll put it up probably. We'll put it up on AJC.com. We find uh, if we get a speed on Sambrello and his uh, touchdown grab there. But just want to wrap up here uh, with a couple things. The schedule set. The draft position set. They fell from 13th to 16th with that win, and that's probably fine with them. Uh <clears throat> Home opponents, of course, Tampa Bay, Carolina, New Orleans. You know, same. They'll be on the road with them 3-2. The five are set home games, Chicago, Detroit, Denver, Raiders, Seattle. One of those games will be in the international series, likely to be London. We're hearing whispers about Tottingham. Uh, let's see. Which one? They played Detroit over there before, so that would be a rematch. Uh, oh, God, they don't want the Seattle. Seattle game, that's going to be one of their better ones. Uh, the Chicago game, the Chicago, uh, a lot of Chicago transplants down here. Uh, the Raiders game, that would be a fun one over there. That would be a good matchup over there across the pond. Now, at home, of course, Tampa Bay, Carolina, New Orleans. Or, no, away. I'm sorry, away. Road, road, road. I got an A there. That means away. So, away, we've got... Um, Tampa Bay, Carolina, New Orleans, of course, Kansas City, the Vikings, the L.A. Chargers, Green Bay, and Dallas. Uh, the key part is Vikings and Green Bay. Uh, or Kansas City can get pretty cold, too. So uh, Dallas is, uh, you know, okay indoors. And uh, the Chargers, uh, I don't think the new stadium's ready yet. Uh, so they'll be in that uh, StubHub uh, dome or whatever. So there you go. Review real quick because I don't want anybody confused. Away games, Tampa Bay, Carolina, New Orleans, Kansas City, L.A. Chargers, Green Bay, Dallas, Minnesota Vikings. Home games, same thing, Tampa Bay, Carolina, New Orleans, NFC South, Chicago, Detroit, Denver, Raiders, Seattle. Home games, one will be moved to um, London. Okay, draft position. So here we go. Get a pen and pass pencil out. Uh, they dropped the 16th here right in the middle. First round pick 16th. Second round pick 47. 59. That's the second from New England uh, that they got in the Muhammad Sanu trade. Third round pick 78. So they got four picks in the top 100. That's how you got to look at that. You need to hit. You need to hit. You need to hit. 109. I got 104. I think that's, uh, let me just double check on that. Might not have written. Got that one correct. But, yeah, we're going to uh, check on that last one here. Uh, 109 and 171 and 2006 from Tampa Bay. 206 from Tampa Bay. 
Just want to double check uh, one thing on those numbers. That 109 after 104 after 109 can't be 140. That's what that is. I transpose the numbers. So let's review. First round 16, second round 47 and 59, third round 78. Four top 100 picks. How I look at this. Then fourth round 109. Fifth round 140. Eighth, sixth round 171. Seventh round 206. And the uh, Falcons will enter that draft with eight picks. Four in the top 100. I wouldn't trade up. You're going to hear that trade up talk. Um, don't do it. You need them four players right there. You need to, if you can bring four players that can help in in the top 100, that's going to be outstanding. Now draft needs. Uh, I think you. Uh, I don't know. You bring back some of the veteran interior linemen on defense, uh, but you definitely need to um, fortify the offensive line. I'm seeing a lot of cornerback, edge rusher. That'll be the first pick will be one of those two, no question about it. They'll get some linemen in there. Um it's just so hard for for uh college kids to come in and help you right away. Uh wide receiver, I wrote that down, but they, they're set at that spot. But the thing is this draft is really deep in wide receivers and running backs. So you can see uh, you know, maybe the skill spot, uh you know, the trench has gotta be fortified and fixed. Um, 40, I think we ended with 50, 50 sacks and uh, 100 and uh, it was 121 going into the game. They had 14 more, so that's 135 hits on the quarterback. Uh, way too many, and I think they know that. So, you know, we're going to see something happen along the line. I don't know if it's, you know, scheme. Alex Max 34, Wes Schweitzer in the season as a starter. James Carpenter was on concussion. Jamin Brown didn't, didn't work out so well. Um, you know, we'll see, see some, some tweaks there, certainly moving forward. Hey, but with that, we're going to conclude here and get ready to head out to the locker room clean-out. This is Dear Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the end of the season, 173rd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday to kind of start looking ahead to the offseason. First big thing up for us will be the senior bowl down in Mobile, Alabama. Take care and enjoy the rest of the week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.